I'm sorry for failing you and letting you down, but the reality is that my fight is one that was never going to be won. I fought for years, but I just can't do this anymore. I'm sorry. I love you. Goodbye. That was the suicide note that I wrote after my final suicide attempt. I say final because I had struggled with nine years of suicidal tendencies and mental illness with my first ever suicide attempt being at just 12 years old. Now, I don't know if as a 12-year-old I knew that if I took my life that I would never wake up again, but I really don't think that I cared. I just wanted the pain to end. But you see, after my final attempt, I had a conversation that changed everything. It was a conversation with my mentor, and I remember I was just sitting there bawling my eyes out, and she looked at me and goes, Jazz, why are you crying? And I just turned to her and said, I'm just so tired of fighting. And she looked at me and goes, Jazz, what do you think the definition of fighting is? Because I don't think that you're fighting, I think you're only surviving. And it's only when you learn how to fight that the change that you're longing to see is going to happen. And I remember taking that and going, okay, if I've actually just been surviving this whole time and, and fighting might actually change something, then I've got to learn how to do that. And so today I want to share with you a very hard but very valuable lesson that I have learned. Stop surviving your situation and start fighting for your freedom. Now, the first thing that I had to do was that I had to figure out what the difference was between surviving and fighting. And so I did what any self-respecting researcher would do, and I googled the definitions. The definition of surviving is to continue to live or exist in hardship, manage to keep going in difficult circumstances. You know, having a survival instinct is important. It's, it's what keeps us going when times are tough. But a study says that one in four people struggle with a mental illness and 80% of all people will at one point in their life have a suicidal thought. This epidemic that we call suicide is no longer something that we can simply survive through, but we must learn how to fight. And so the definition of fighting is to engage in a battle or war fight to overcome and destroy an adversary. The very first thing that caught my eye about that definition was the word engage, to engage in a battle or war. Now, I know that sounds like hard, but it's actually really simple. Psychology today says that people who are struggling with suicidal tendencies often find it hard to engage because they get negative thought patterns stuck in their brain that just kind of stay on repeat. They call it rumination. Ruminating is simply going over and over and over and over and over and over a thought without completion. When you're feeling suicidal, often these thoughts are around inadequacy, you're feeling worthless, and having these thoughts raises anxiety, and anxiety interferes with our ability to solve the problem. Then the depression deepens. And that is the starting point of fighting for your future. It was the starting point of fighting for my future. I had to begin to break the pattern of rumination in my life and engage in the battle. And so for me, the beliefs that I held tightly were that I'm unlovable and that I'm a burden. And so what I did to fight was that I wrote them down on a piece of paper, I drew a line, and then on the other side, I wrote down everything that those closest to me said or did that contradicted those beliefs. So that every time my mind would say, Jazz, you're unlovable, Jazz, you're a burden, 
I would pull this list out and I would have rock-hard evidence in front of me that my internal reality wasn't matching the external truth. And for people that know someone who's struggling with suicidal tendencies, this is something that's key for you to remember, that it's not about behavior modification, but about belief correction. Another thing that I had to do was that I had to start engaging in honesty. Honesty breaks pride and brings humility. And when you're struggling, it's so easy to isolate, put up walls, pretend everything's okay. But all that does is just reinforces the beliefs that you're alone. One of the other things that I started doing was that I had to learn to dream again. Because here's the thing, it's impossible to fight if you don't know what you're fighting for. And so when I was sitting in the psychiatric unit, I was starting to write out, okay, what do I want to do with my future? What do I want to do with tomorrow? What are the things that I would want to achieve if I didn't have any barriers? What would it be? And you know, can I just say that it doesn't take just one person to save someone. For me, it took my mentor, it took friends, it took a community, it took a psychologist to be able to get me to a space where I could learn to fight for myself and then save my own life. And then one of the final and probably most significant things that I did to fight was that I wrote a letter called Dear Suicidal Me. It was a letter that uh, I wrote when I had kind of a good day. And, you know, psychologists often talk about safety plans, which are great, but it's a whole other thing when it comes from yourself. And so when I had that slightly good day, I wrote this. Dear Suicidal Me, if you're reading this, then I'm guessing that things aren't going too well for you. I know it probably seems impossible that you've gone around in another circle and it will be better with you gone. You think that you're a burden to everyone around you and that no one could possibly love you. But you are wrong. There are people who love you. You know what you need to do to bring yourself back from this space. Put on inspirational music, not sad music like you always do. You know it makes you feel worse, yet you still choose to do it. Text Esther, Wayne or Libby, remember, you are not alone. People care, so please get over your pride and fear and reach out. They would rather have you messy and alive than not here at all. You are so close to being free of all of this. Don't give up now. Remember who and what you were fighting for. People do care about you and you have a future. It's not about battling your past but fighting for your future. Start fighting right now. Take those steps. You got this, Jazz. It's not about battling. Oh. It's not about battling your past, but fighting for your future. And you know the dreams that I once had when I was sitting in that psych unit were dreams of one day being able to tell my story in a way that maybe it could provide hope for other people. That one day I could maybe be involved in film and television telling stories that matter. And let me tell you this, at the start of 2017, a friend and I, we launched a charity called Voices of Hope. And now every single day of my life, I get to spend that speaking hope. I get to create online video content and campaigns around mental health and suicide. We've spoken in high schools across Australia, New Zealand, and at events around the globe, speaking hope, sharing our stories. And you know, the very first video that I ever directed for us was a video called Dear Suicidal Me. 
It was a video inspired by that letter that I wrote. But this time, instead of the letters being to the future suicidal self, I had people writing letters to their past suicidal selves. Hope-filled letters. That video now sits at over 80 million views with hundreds of thousands of people contacting us saying that they've seen hope in a way that they've never seen it before. Now, I tell you all of that so that these words mean something, that hope is real. Surviving is being on the back foot. Fighting is being on the front foot. Change is possible. I am proof. Thank you.